Just when you think you have it all down, all figured out, you're ready for the next big thing. Something happens and shifts not only the horizon, but the very ground you stand on. It's the part of life that no one likes to talk about. Loss. Robin Lane's world shifted with the loss of her husband, Mark. Suddenly, goals, benchmarks, achievements, and dreams morphed into the new reality of just me, and not we. Robin has constructed a new paradigm of living that includes a path to happiness. Come along for the ride. Learn how to live next to grief without allowing it to reign over you. Get ready for changing lanes. Here's Robin. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Changing Lanes. I'm Robin Lane, your host. Who am I? Well, I'm a widowed mom, a grandmom of five, a retired educator, and a recently published author. I live in a peaceful town north of New York City, and like you, I know what it feels like to experience loss and to understand what it means to truly cope. We are living in a strange time, my friends. COVID times, times that require us to reinvent ourselves every day. We all have different situations, we all have different stories, but all of us are in this thing together. So what is it like to wake up each day and try to be your best self while you have to invent and reinvent the life around you and what you, your role is in this life as we live in challenging times? This will be a show about stories. It'll give us a way to connect to understand that what we have lost is our normalcy, our freedom to do and go as we please. Yes, that's appropriate now, and it's also appropriate when things seemed a little bit more normal in our lives and life threw us a curveball. So how do we endure this? It begs the question, how do people survive unforeseen circumstances in life? How do we solve the problem of adjusting our identity and our understanding of who we are as life changes. So episodes in Changing Lanes will include what makes us essential? Who are these essential workers? Education. What does our new reality mean for the future of our children's educations? Ways we cope with loss, including all the different normal, quote-unquote, things we do and some of the odd things we do such as horse therapy, mediums, relying on drugs, etc. The role of creativity and arts in healing, relationships, and even a little dose of what it's like to write it and publish a book. So let me start with a personal story of my own. I am fortunate to have an amazing family and a circle of dear friends. One of my dearest friends is Maddie, and you will hear more about and from Maddie throughout this series. But Maddie lost her husband a few years, I'm sorry, a few months after my husband Mark died. The two of us have been lockstep ever since. And it's one thing, as you know in life, to understand and feel for what someone's going through. It's another thing to actually be experiencing it at the same time. So Maddie and I have looked for endless ways to cope in our loss together. So this has consisted of mindless midnight buying on the web from Amazon, buying all the minor little things, junky things that show up at our door the next day just to have a little package arrive, 
only to be returned again when we're saying, what were you thinking? But there's one story that stands out in my mind of when you're suddenly surprised by an unexpected feeling. So Maddie and I decided after a few years that we needed to do something really good for ourselves. And we got on a plane and we flew out to Arizona to Miraval. And Miraval is a wonderful resort and it's also known for its horse therapy. So if you've read Dimes on the Sidewalk, you will know the story of what happened to me and to Maddie um, at Miraval. But here's an untold story. Uh, we had been, after a long, grueling day, we got back to our room and we were exhausted and getting ready for bed. Maddie climbs into her bed looking for a TV station that we could watch together. And I go into the bathroom to wash up. Staring at me from the sink, I swear, was a tarantula the size of a four, my four-year-old grandson. This thing was huge with big bulging eyes just staring at me. So I did what my first instinct was. I yelled out a huge scream, Maddie! She thought I died in there or fell or something. So she comes running in and there we are, the two of us staring at this four-year-old looking tarantula looking up from us at the sink. So we now had to decide how we were going to get that tarantula from the sink to somewhere else, hopefully outside. So we emptied water bottles, didn't fit in the water bottle. We put a cup over it. We did an enormous amount of things to try to move this thing. So skip forward and the deed is done. The tarantula is gone. We climb back into bed. And we start to laugh hysterically, like laughing like we haven't laughed in years. And through this laughter, we felt the tears coming down our faces and just kept laughing even more. We looked at each other and realized that that was probably the first memorable time that we had laughed like that since our husbands had passed. So later that night, lying in bed, trying to fall asleep, I had a very unexpected reaction to what had just happened. It's a silly story, I know, but what wasn't silly was I had this overwhelming sense of guilt and panic that I had actually spent five minutes, ten minutes, half hour of my life not just thinking of Mark and that I had actually had a heartfelt, gut-wrenching laugh. And I felt guilty, my friends. I felt that I had somehow lost the wheel, that I wasn't keeping guard of having Mark in my mind and in my soul every minute of the day. It was very revealing to me about how complicated coping with loss is. I learned laughing freely is something you relearn in life after you suffer a loss. It's not as natural as before, but you learn to let it back in. So I just wanted to share with you that we are all on a road. We are all on a journey. The point is that I was able to laugh 
Yes, it took some years, it took some time, and it took some guilt, but I did come out of that learning that laughter was okay. And in fact, laughter was good. So thank you so much for listening today. If any of what I've said resonates with you, I would love to hear from you. I would love your ideas, suggestions, and of course your stories. You can contact me at dimesonthesidewalk at gmail.com, www.robinslane.com, or on Facebook at robinslane-author. Until next week, bye. Have a great one.